Okay, so we now welcome on to the podcast of the GS Ultimate Fantasy League, the top scorer for week six, uh, Sharon the Doe, owner, coach, operator, Chase Richardson. How are you doing, Chase? Yo, doing good, man. Just driving into work bright and early. And we do appreciate you making the time. I know the people were uh, probably a little disappointed not having an interview in the recap, so... You don't know if you, you know you don't know if you'll ever make it back when you're the top scorer. So I appreciate you hopping on and making sure we can get a little piece of your mind on how things are going. Yeah, sure. So, but two. Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, it's all right. It's all right. I know everyone's got busy lives, and everyone can pay as much attention to this as, as I seem to. Or you know, it's just where I choose to spend my time. It helps when I don't have kids for just to, just yet. Yeah, you'll get there. Get there. That's right. <laughs> So we will start with, you know, a win this week marks a four. You're tied with the longest winning streak with Mike Price. Four-game winning streak after starting, you know, 0-2 on the season to jump all the way up to the top three now, I think you are. Yeah, third place yeah. overall. So just tell us what it's been to, to ride that wave back on the on the winning streaks. Well, you know, man, I felt like I had a strong team from the beginning, um, getting some running backs early, and then uh, Julio. Uh, but he's been Julio's been hurt a couple weeks in a row now, but still being able to get some wins with that, even with that. Um, but I'm just really always just trying to um, wait it out. Really, just trying to wait it out to, for my guys to start kicking in. Um, so it's been good. It's been good to kind of see it coming through. <laughs> uh, it's a little disappointing though in Rogers. I mean, yeah, I had a good week, but I was hoping for even more but then he really uh he kind of put a big old well negative goose egg up there uh this week but i guess really because of our other guys they'll do pretty strong yeah i was looking at that rogers i think was the only guy that actually scored negative on the week and i was wondering if that put a little bit of a stink on the win for you how much you know you could have won by if you had any sort of decent performance at quarterback but i went back to look and see what your two losses were in week two you lost with scoring over 200 points and this week you're the league you're the week, leading scorer and you didn't even break 200 so it just shows the the volatility in week to week and now that we're in you know into the bye weeks people don't have their star players how different you know scores can be yeah yeah i feel like i got a uh, i feel like i got two good quarterbacks with rogers and breeze somehow so um you know they're like week to week they're just kind of but if he's got the better matchup and then hope for the best, mm-hmm. um, that, so that helps. But yeah, man, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I just uh, continue to try to try to ride the wave. Hopefully, yeah. Well, let's see. Something that I did not see until this morning when I woke up was uh, you are now one of the uh, few participants in a trade this season with a uh, Mud Dogs team. Tommy, you and uh, he swapped running backs, David Montgomery and Jarek McKinnon. What did you see uh, that made you want to make that trade with Tommy? Uh, man, I don't know. I always like I always like when trades can be made and done. And I don't know. I I wasn't a huge fan of it, but I also I also like when folks can just be open to trade and the running backs. Um, McKinnon hasn't been doing too good the past two weeks, but prior to that, he was he was pretty hot, and then. It seems like um, Morissette, the other running back for San Francisco, he's going to – might continue to be out, still giving McKinnon some opportunities. And uh, Montgomery, he's always kind of a hot or cold – feels like he's always been kind of a hot or cold guy. He was kind of my third running back anyway. 
So I didn't feel like there was too much too much risk for now, at least. So I figured I'd pull the trigger. Yeah, I'd say, it was, I'd say it was pretty fair for both sides. It's just sort of a matter of, like, you know, which guy do you believe in? Jerry McKenna was a little bit, you know, hotter when Mostert was off the field, you know, for the games that he missed. Now he's down again. And Montgomery is, you know, consistently mild just because the opportunity is the only guy in Chicago that's getting the ball, but their run game isn't really that impressive. So I think it's pretty even for both sides. We'll just see, you know, which uh, if it, the scales tilt uh, either direction by the end of the season. But I was just happy to see another trade happening. I'm, I'm with you. I love it when trades can happen. People can be open to just, you know, letting some players fly around, you know, as long as it uh, has the opportunity to help both teams. So I was happy to see that when I woke up this morning. Yeah, I may regret it several weeks from now. But <laughs> that was, it was, I was good with it, though, just because I was like, ah, I always like trying to trade anyway. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, I uh, you can tell from the you know the moves I make and the decisions I do that I'm a big uh, believer of you know just going after who you believe in and you know letting players you don't believe in go. You were the beneficiary of one of those errant decisions this week and the defense that you played against me. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> I uh, I noticed that you dropped him in you know the Bucks. I know the matchup wasn't great. Um, but, you know, the Bucks they've been pretty solid. They were, like, the number going into the week. Mm-hmm. And then when I saw that you dropped him, uh, um, well, I don't have a good defense with the Eagles. I mean, they're all right, but not as good as the Bucks. So I was like, oh, even though the matchup wasn't great, I figured I'd just I'd take jump on it. You know? yep. Honestly, I did not think that they were going to do well. I was with you when I looked at Washington's schedule. I was like, oh, I see why mine did that. He picked them up because they got a pretty weak schedule going forward. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I was like, well, it makes sense, but uh, I don't really have, I think between the Bucks and Philly, I was like, I'd rather just go for the Bucks and then hope for the best. <laughs> I guess it turned out. Yeah, it certainly didn't turn out. I mean, I like I I probably agree with your decision. I would have rather started the Bucks, you know, over the Eagles since the Eagles were playing uh, the Ravens. So I don't fault your decision there. And it's you know one of those times you take your shot, you know, you call your shot, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Yeah, now you're kind of now you're kind of reeling. You got the Phillies now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just uh, just gonna keep grabbing whoever's playing the Giants and hoping that they they can just continue to to be terrible. You know what's funny is when I saw that you dropped the Bucks and picked up Washington, I have the Bucks in my other fantasy league, mm-hmm. and um, so I didn't, I did this, I didn't drop the Bucks, but I did pick up Washington and I started them in my other league because oh, no. I was like, oh, I see what he's doing. I was like, that's a pretty good idea. Well, it came and bit me in the butt because I lost that game because I started Washington instead of the Bucks. <laughs> Yeah, so you, you got both sides of the equation. You felt the joy and you felt the sting. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it felt good to be you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I could help bring bring along that feeling. Beat me and hot me in the standings. I fall down. I think you've jumped like, I don't know, like six or seven spots in the past two weeks, the past two wins you've gotten. It really vaulted you up. When I was looking at um like records and numbers and everything, you are one of the players that has now below like fifty dollars remaining in their in their waiver budget for the year. So someone who's clearly been active and has been bidding and getting the players that he wants. I'm curious to get your take on this new system we're trying out this season. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's always like I don't know, you, you don't really know how it's all going to work out until you get to the end of the season with the cash that you need left, but um. 
like you said, just jump on the players you feel like are going to help you out uh, when you when you need to do that. Don't uh, don't be too conservative on on those uh, uh, waiver requests, or else you're not going to get those players that could come back and bite you. So mm-hmm. anyway, I know I don't have it. A lot left, but it's almost halfway through the season. So yeah, yeah, we're we're. I think this would be like the technical, like halfway point this week. After this, you know, it'll be fewer games left than we played so far. But it was just something I really wanted to try this year. I tried it in a few other leagues and really enjoyed it. The only thing that is disappointing is like on this platform, uh, they don't put out like um like a waiver like report for like the league whereas like when i did it on espn you could see like the finishing bids of each player from whoever bid on them so you could see how much you won by or how close people were behind you or how many people were bidding you saw that information and i think that made it all the more interesting to know if you beat somebody by one dollar or you knew someone else wanted the player then maybe you can trade them later it just added a little bit more Yeah, that would be nice. They don't even have that for the manager to see that? No, I looked all around for it. I can't find any way to see like who's been bidding on who and by how much. So maybe they'll get it fixed for next season. I don't know. But that was one area that I think the NFL platform kind of falls down that I was you know disappointed to see. But other than that, I'm glad that people are out there spending money and you know giving it a shot of doing some things just a little bit different. Yeah, yeah it's a nice little element. Just another way to sure. compete. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, you're on your way to work. We don't take up too much of your morning. We will look ahead and who you got this week. You're going up against Birds of War. What are you seeing uh, in that matchup against Nick? Uh, I don't pay attention to who I'm playing, man. I just put the players in that I feel like it's going to be best to play and hope for the best. <laughs> uh, actually, sometimes I'll look, uh, but I haven't had a chance to look this week. Uh, yesterday, I was just more focused on who I was going to try to pick up off the waiver wire mm-hmm. um, and, and try to get the best lineup that I can, you know, that I can based off my buys. So, uh, honestly, I haven't even looked at who he's got, how he's doing. I'll probably look at that, though, later later today or tomorrow, just to kind of fill them out. Oh, sure. Your eyes will drift over that way before game time on Sunday. But spoken like a true warrior, it doesn't matter who's in front of you, you're going to go to battle with your purest effort and, you know, assume you're going to come out on top, doesn't matter who's on the other side. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. We'll see if you and Mike Price can both keep up your winning streaks. If not, if it's just you, then you could be, you know, rising higher still uh, in the standings. If uh, Tommy's power rankings are any indication of what's to come, uh, Dan Jones might be in for a rough second half of the year. Yeah. I guess we'll find out, man. It's all about how you manage your team once you get injuries and bye weeks and you get off the waiver wire. And, uh, that's what I've learned throughout. I've been doing fantasy now for free uh, since I graduated senior no, since 2007. I've been yep. doing it now for a long time. So it's like, you know, you can have a crappy draft, but you can have the best draft. But if you don't manage your team throughout the season, then. Uh, oh, that's right. You can't. You can't. <laughs> Can't win the league at the draft. It's about what goes on in the trenches during the season. You're absolutely right. But you have one championship under your belt. I forget what year it occurred, but um, I'm sure you'll be eagerly trying to get another one here in the 2020 season. That's the goal, man. That's the goal. <laughs> well, I wish you best of luck with a grain of salt because that's everyone's goal. It's my goal as well. I'm looking to be the first repeat uh, champion that I think we've had so far in the league. So we'll see if uh, which one of us is able to have their dream come true. Why 
I need to. Go, we might need to go back and look. I thought I've won twice in our league. Have you? I couldn't. I knew you've. Won, I knew, knew you won once. It may be twice. I forget. I have to go back and look at the history, but because it might have been. It might have been early on. Because I remember when we were doing keepers, mm-hmm. uh, and like I was able to have like uh, Julio Jones and like when Demarius Thomas was doing really good, and then uh, I had some good running back too. And uh, we were doing like three keepers. And I felt like one of those years I was able to win it, but I oh, could be wrong. It'd be interesting if, if, if there was a way to go back and look how when we first started, who's won each year. Yeah, no, there's a there's a history tab uh, here on here. I mean, now that we've been doing this league for so long, it is fun to go back and see like those older teams and like, oh man, you remember this player who was great back when? I'm like, I forgot yeah. all about this name. Yeah, like the LT times. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, you won in 2014. I don't know, with all the different name changes, I don't know if um, <laughs> who was who half the time. I know Drew looks to have won twice when he was to quiz in my pants and chilling with Mahomes. Levi's Dinosaurs was... That was me right there, too. That was you? Okay, then yeah, you're 2017 and 2014. Okay, that's us. That's us. Yeah. So, we got a few, you know, multi-champions here, so I'm sure, you know, we'll expect to see you pretty deep in the postseason uh, again this year. So, man, once you get there, it's a fair game. I mean, I feel like it's anybody's game once you get to the playoffs because you got players that'll be, you know, you know teams that'll be trying to lay some high profile players lower if they know mm-hmm. they're going to make the playoffs. So, uh, yeah, it's always interesting when you get into the playoffs because I feel like you got to have to be a little bit more risky. Yeah, that's one thing um, I've noticed is like in every year that um, that we've been doing this, the person who has won the league has never been the person with the best record at the end of the regular season. So, like you said, you get into the playoffs, all bets yeah. are off. Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, well, we will let for you sure. get on with your day. Once again, we thank you for joining us, taking the time on your drive in to work. And, uh, yeah, best of luck to you this week in your matchup. Dropping those players so I can get them from you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, my roster does not stay the same week to week, so keep an eye out. There will be somebody new out there every week. Yeah. I'll be, I'll be ready, coach. <laughs> I'll be, I'll have to keep that in mind moving forward. It was like, is this guy really who I want someone else to play against me? Because it does not feel good. <laughs> Dude, there was a. Well, I know you're trying to end it, but there was a year, uh, two years ago in my other league uh, when Zeke Elliott was uh, potentially going to be like pulled out or, mm-hmm. or he had some uh, uh, all issues, legal issues. Uh, one of the guys, one of the guys in my other league dropped him, so I picked him up, and then two weeks later he was back in the lineup, and he actually helped me carry me all the way to championship and win it <laughs> because yeah. he had dropped him like that. I mean, you, you hear stories um, like that of like players who get dropped. You're like, oh, like that wouldn't happen in my league. Like, no one in my league's dumb enough to drop a player like that. But it happens all over the place where people just lose hope, they give up faith, and they just put someone out there, and it ends up being a huge mistake. So that's why you got to pay attention. You know, not just on Wednesdays on waiver days to see who got dropped, but each day to see who's getting dropped, and maybe just picked up as a free agent, someone trying to sneaky drop and not let anybody know that there's a, a, a good guy out there on the waivers. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's who pays attention. Can uh, can really capitalize on those moments. Yep. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, hey, 
Yeah, you as well. That's a, it's been the second favorite part of these, uh, you know, for me. It's just, you know, getting some face-to-face time with guys back home. Like I've been telling over and over again, this is my main way of keeping in touch with all y'all during, you know, the, this fantasy season. So I look to take full advantage of it whenever I can. Maybe so. Maybe so. We'll see if we can get a, a back-to-back appearance. We haven't had one of those yet. Really test my, my, my interviewing skills to come up with new, fresh questions and make it interesting. Yeah, make it a little challenging for you. <laughs> well, we'll see if you can do just that. Thank you again uh, for coming in, and uh, hope you and everyone back home is doing well. All right, man. Thanks, dude. You right. too. Later. Appreciate it.